Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. It's... uh springtime is here and it's it's the flowers are starting to bloom and the trees are starting to bud and it's just it's beautiful we can see god's creation in all of it if we really truly look and uh, his miracles that he he does on a daily basis we're going to talk today um, share with you about palm sunday we're going to go the word and we're going to go to matthew the 21st chapter and we're going to read, read some scriptures. A lot of times, um, a lot of churches, they celebrate Palm Sunday. And it's a it's in remembrance of, you know, Jesus getting ready to go to the cross. And sometimes we do things out of habit. And we really don't realize why we do things. And I just want to share with you here. So we're going to go to... Matthew, the 21st chapter, verse 1, it says, And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, and were come to Bethanage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied in a colt with her. Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught, Unto you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which it was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell your daughter of Zion, Behold, your king comes unto you, meek and sitting upon an ass and a colt, the foal of an ass. And if you go to Zechariah, Let's go there, chapter 9, verse 9. It says, um, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king comes unto you. He is just in having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt and a foal of an ass. So he was, they were. He was telling that he's getting ready to bring our bring us salvation. Let me get back to my other. So, in this, he's he. Um, it says, and the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes and put their and set him thereon. And. It goes on in that scripture about how the multitude came. 
It says, And very, a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others came down, branch, cut down branches from the trees, and, and straw them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come unto Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saving, Who is, who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus the prophet, the Nazarene, Nazareth of Galilee. Nazarite. Let's go to uh, John um, chapter 12, and we're going to start with verse 9. This is something that I never saw before. You know, Jesus did the miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead. And a lot of times when God does something, the enemy doesn't like it. He, he, he just cannot withstand uh, him being able to do something that, that he cannot and so it's, it's talking about the plot. It says, Much people of the Jews, therefore, knew that he was there. That, that he was, and what they're talking about is that he was at the home of Lazarus. And they came not to Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death. You know, sometimes we don't understand why things happen, but they, you know. It says, because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. And then it, we're going to go on down to, to verse 12. It says, on the next day, much people who came to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him. And cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel who comes in the name of the Lord. And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, sat there upon, as, sat there on, as it was written. Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, the king comes sitting on an ass colt. These things understood not his disciples at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then remembered they that these things were written of him and that they had done these things unto him. The people, therefore, who was with him when he called Lazarus out of the grave and raised him from the dead, bear record. For this cause, the people who met him, for that they heard that he had done this miracle. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, Perceive ye how you prevail, nothing behold, the world is gone after him. And we're going to, we'll get into the rest of it next week, but you know, God's word has several places that it, if it tells you in one place, it tells you in, in at least two, three, two to three other times. And the thing is, this, this story is in John, this story not about Lazarus maybe getting killed, but it's in Matthew, it's in Mark, and it's in John, and it's in Luke about where he went and got the, the uh, ass and the colt and brought him, you know, rode in on him. And, you know, God's promises in the Word 
when he says something he's going to do, he's going to do it. You know, people don't realize that um, there is going to come a day that we have to stand before God or that we have to know if we're saved or, or if we're serving God. And, you know, this is a great time. It's a sad time, but it's a great time when Jesus is preparing himself to to um, be the greatest sacrifice that ever was. And, you know, that's what we're going to celebrate next Sunday. But this is something that, you know, it talked about where he went to Lazarus' house and how um, Mary went and anointed his, his body and it was for his burial and how Judas was upset because he did not want them using that expensive ointment. And the thing is, it's sometimes, you know, we don't, we don't do exactly what God wants us to do. And I know I talk about that a lot, but the thing is, we're here on this earth to reach out to people and to, to show them that we love them and to care for them and, and not to be taken advantage of. But the thing is, it's something to where, you know, there was another scripture. It talked about, you know, when you help the poor, not to sound your trumpet not to say, look at me. When you help somebody and you're doing it in silence, that's how God can work through that. He can bless you more through that. And, and you know, there's so many things in here that the word that tells us, would just like they, just like it was told that Jesus was going to be a, the great sacrifice, he's also coming back for a chosen people, for people that are serving him, that have given their hearts to him, that have said, Lord, I want nothing but you. I want to do what you'd have me to do. You know, and I know a lot of times we think, well, we live in, we live in a world, you know, and, and yes, we do. The thing is, we live in this world and we occupy in this world, but we're still supposed to be watching and looking for that eastern sky to just burst open and take us home and the only way that he can take us home is if we've asked Jesus into our hearts and ask him to forgive us of our sins you know it the bible tells us that if we ask those things he's faithful and just to forgive us of those things and the thing is just like he was getting ready to go to the cross for our sins he he's coming back one day and I'm probably using my lesson for next week but he's coming back for people that are ready and wanting to serve him and worship him you know he loves us so much he loves he loves everybody he loves the 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 worst sinner and you know we we we're sinners saved by grace we we have asked jesus to come into our heart and ask him to forgive us of our sins and and just really stuck with us and he's there to help us through things sometimes I wonder how people in the world that don't have Jesus make it through a daily walk sometimes because life just throws a lot of curveballs at you and sometimes you don't know what to do but when you have Jesus walking beside you and and living within you you have that extra strength that you need you have that guidance you have exactly what you have need of and he's the one that can make a way where there seems no way. He can he can cause things to, to good things to happen 
in a situation, you know, the word tells us that everything is comes out for the, the good of the Lord. And, you know, sometimes we don't realize that. It's, it's something to where, um, well, when I had my car wreck years ago, I didn't understand why I had it. But, you know, the Lord had asked me to come back to Flora, and I did not want to come back to Flora. I lived in, in a big town and, and was, you know, had a good job. And, and uh, the enemy didn't like the fact that I told the Lord I'd give my two weeks notice. And, and I had that, had that wreck that day. And, you know, you don't understand why things happen. But you have to go ahead and say, Lord, you know, just help me to do what I need to do. Well, about a year maybe not even a year later, I had to go in for surgery. And it just so happened that my dad was hadn't been feeling good that we really didn't know about, but he couldn't even hardly walk, you know, 15 feet and without uh, being out of breath and stuff. And so when I went in for that surgery, he was at the hospital where he could get help. That was where the good came out of that wreck. And a lot of people say, well, you know, good don't come out of everything. Well, sometimes it doesn't. But sometimes we don't see the good that comes out of it is one thing. The other thing is sometimes we stop the hand of God by the words that come out of our mouth. You know, so it's something to where God has a plan for each and every one of us. And his plan is for us not to perish and be in a devil's hell. It's to be in heaven with him and to worship, you know, to worship God in the full fullness of us. And one day we will, we will, we will either be in one or two places, but it's just like it said here, daughter of Zion, daughter of Zion. He, he said that, you know, your salvation, the salvation has come. It's coming. As we celebrate next week, you you know, it's something that it's very, very sacred, very, very important that we realize what Jesus did for us. He gave his everything. Are we giving our everything? Are we giving everything that we have in our ability to do? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for the listeners that are listening. I ask you, Lord, just to bless them in a mighty way. I ask you, Lord, that you will help us to know that what you want to put on our heart to do or to to reach out to those ones around about us. Lord, to witness to those people that don't know you, Lord, that that they can come to, to know you as their personal Savior. And Lord that they will get in a a church that's preaching the word, but, Lord, that they will learn to get in the word and have that personal relationship with you. Lord, that they will reach out to you for their answers on things. And, Lord, your word tells us what we need to do. Lord, I just ask you to um, give a let us all have a wonderful day and and see your beauty that's in it in, in each and everything. In the name of Jesus, amen. 
You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day. We've got the power in the name of the Lord. In the name of